Welcome to Catch These Vibes Podcast. This is Charmonique, and you're listening to episode 65. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. It is a whole nother week. Um, Happy 420. By the time you hear this, 420 will be gone, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Um... I want to first start out by saying rest in peace to George Floyd. Um, Derek Chauvin was convicted of all three charges in the murder of George Floyd. So that is um, something for us to, you know, talk about and be, um, I guess, celebratory about um, justice, obviously, has not been served. Um, this trials really was about accountability. So that's what, you know, we really, was really important. Him taking accountability for the death of George Floyd, because obviously if it wasn't for him and what he decided to do in those nine minutes, that, you know, changed everything for George Floyd and his family. So rest in peace to George Floyd. Um, during the the um, the verdict decision being announced, another tragic loss um, occurred. It's like every other day, every... Every other day, it's either a mass shooting, a mass shooting, or a police shooting. Every other day, it's really ridiculous at this point. I mean, it's 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 uh beyond ridiculous. It's just like oh my goodness, every every day, it's something. Um, so rest in peace to Micaiah Bryant. Um, 15 year old, 15 or 16 year old teenage girl. She was shot four times and murdered by police for having a knife after she called them to protect her. So she called them for help because, um, so far what I've read is that an older woman was trying to fight her. Um, so she had a knife and she called the police for help. So it's really, it's just really sad, man. It's so devastating that we can't even call the police for help. We can't even call the police for help, for protection, what they are supposed to be for. Their whole purpose is to serve and protect. But at this point, all they do is serve and kill. They serve in murders and killings like it's nothing. Um, it's so, so disheartening. Um, all the stories that just, that you hear about, it's just so, so, so sad. Um, I wanted to share this story that I saw on Facebook. Um, it says, police seized $39,500 from men at Sky Harbor who was attempting to buy a truck for his business. So in Arizona, our par- our uh, airport is called Sky Har- Harbor International Airport. So this man had this large amount of money because he 
um, was going to come out here to buy a truck for his business, for his family. So let me just read a little bit of the article. Um, a North Carolina man was nearly with nearly $40,000 in cash landed at Sky Harbor in August of 2020 and had it all taken away by police. Officers ex- suspected him of money laundering and months later, even though he's not charged with the crime, he hasn't seen a dime of his money return. It's not illegal to fly domestically with a large amount of cash, but because police suspected Jerry Johnson, quote unquote, could be doing something illegal, they seized it. More than 2,000 miles away from Phoenix, Arizona, Jerry Johnson owns Triple J Logistics, his North Carolina trucking company that hauls freight and tractors on the East Coast. Johnson says he saw an auction in Arizona that could be a new opportunity to expand his business. He says, I saw that they had the model and brand of the truck I was looking for. So I was going to go to the auction and buy the truck out there, Johnson said. Johnson flew out to Phoenix with $39,500, funds he had saved from his business, and the other part, a loan from a family member. After landing at Sky Harbor, Johnson was stopped by an undercover Phoenix police officer near baggage claim. So they were asking him things like, who purchased your ticket? Where did you get this money from? He didn't ask me. He says he didn't ask me anything about my company. He said I was a part of a money laundering investigation, Johnson recalled. Police seized the money and let him go. Phoenix police said Johnson informed them the money belonged to several different people and they had received additional information related to him. Institute for Justice Attorney Paul Avalar said Johnson had two past drug charges, but those were long over and had nothing to do with his current business. Um, so yeah, that I'm not going to read the rest of it, but that's the gist of the situation. And it's really fucked up that this man can't even try to do you know, do things the right way. He took the money because he wanted to make a purchase. All the money that he wanted to make the purchase with was legal money. Um, so just to assume that he, because this black man has all this money, just to assume that it's due to him doing something illegal is beyond racist. And it's ridiculous that we have to deal with shit like this. This man ain't got his money back yet. He got to go to court and everything. The judge telling him some bullshit so he poss- probably going to have to appeal the decision. But if they don't give him that money, I'm, I would sue. I'm suing. Because that, that's crazy. It's so, so crazy. There's another story. <sighs> Let me see. Hold on. So I want to find it. Okay. I can't find the specific article, but I had um, watched this video 
And there's a situation that happened with the couple, and this is out here in Arizona again. Um, so this couple, they have they have a food truck, and they was renting a kitchen space from this from this um this man, this couple, this couple or this man or whatever. And this is a black couple. They trying to get their business started, you know, doing well with their food truck. And they was renting this space because they needed the room for their food to keep their food good and everything. So, uh, um, so they have a meeting with the man that they're renting the space from. And the whole thing was filmed. The whole situation was caught on camera which was, you know, thankfully that that was the situation because, you know, if not then the situation probably would could have went a whole nother other way. But again, they had the whole situation on camera. Um so basically the man and the woman, the black couple sitting at the table talking to the the white man who they are um, renting the space from no 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 so pretty so no the way that it happened was the wife the black the black couple was supposed to meet with the dude the white man but the the husband he had to do something he had to take care of something so the wife had to go up there by herself and the husband was going to meet her when he got done so so the wife and the man, the white man, they're, they're talking or whatever. And he's just acting really weird and, you know, just making her feel uncomfortable. Just saying different things about um, race, race-wise or whatever. Just making her feel uncomfortable. And so she tells, you know, lets her husband know. Eventually her husband gets there. And so they're sitting at the the table talking to the man and all of a sudden the man tries to pull out a gun so luckily the husband he was quick and he was able to like stop him from you know really putting the gun up to even try to pull a trigger so so the black man is holding the white man down you know with the gun down and the wife she is you know, of course, she's like freaking out, not knowing what to do. And she doesn't, you know, she's real hesitant about calling the police because she's like, I don't want them to come in here and try to shoot my husband because that's exactly what type of situation would happen. So she was like, man, but eventually she called, she called the police and they came and she said that she went to the door when the police got there and was like, please do not kill my husband, please. He is the one that's trying to keep the man from, you know, pulling his trigger. So she was like pleading with them to get them to understand, like, please do not shoot my husband. He's the innocent one in the situation. Um, so the police got there. They were were able to go in there and um um get the man but so the man got arrested and I think he made bail um that's why I was trying to find the article so I can make sure I have facts but the whole situation is just so scary like when you just think about it the, like just imagine that happening to you 
you just renting a space, you trying to get your business going, doing things the legit way. And this man, whatever his reasoning behind it, just just obviously racist um, because he was saying he just started saying some racist stuff to them. And it's just like, why all of a sudden you want to try to pull a gun out on us when we've been written we've been written this kitchen space from you and things have been going well so who knows what kind of issues this man had it could have been some jealousy he could have just seen the black couple doing well and didn't like it and told himself that he had to do what he had to do by taking that gun there and possibly trying to take their lives i don't know who knows what this man was thinking but um when I watched the last that I heard about the situation was the man he had made bail and so it was just like it's a possibility that he don't face any charges but it's just like that's absolutely crazy that that man ain't no telling there's so that situation could have played out so many different ways he could have shot that he could have shot the wife if the husband didn't get there in time he could have shot the wife then she just would have been shot and you know, it just would it could have went so many different ways. So I'm um, like, it's so it's such a, a good thing that the husband was able to be there and able to like really prevent the situation from escalating and, and being a murder scene. But that's just just crazy and scary. And it's just really sad that we cannot call the police or that we have to be hesitant about calling the police. Like, we really traumatize out here because the police have not been there for us. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's really, really, really ridiculous and sad. Um, But I'm just like, I'm really just talking about this because it just seems like every other day, every other week, there's some type of issue that needs that you know that's worthy of being protested of that's worthy of somebody starting a riot because it's we always dying for no reason it'd be for no reason at all this this little girl this 15 year old 15 16 year old girl called the police because she was scared because she wanted their help because she felt that they would be able to protect her from whoever was trying to harm her. And they shot her. Somebody, Dante Wright, shot because, oh, I was trying to get my taser. And I accidentally shot my got my gun like it just be nothing no nothing at all no reason whatsoever they just be killing us and we just be dropping like flies and it's just it's just so sad like I just mm. <sighs> so rest in peace to George Floyd rest in peace to Micaiah Micaiah Bryant Rest in, ple- rest in peace to Tamir Rice, Sandra Bland, uh, Breonna Taylor. Man, oh man. 
It's so sad. Like that girl was being attacked and was scared for her life and wanted to call the police for help and they killed her. It's just, that's just so sad. <sighs> it's like we want, wanted to celebrate and be, you know, just not happy, but just <sighs> thankful that there's going to be some accountability in the George Floyd case. So we just wanted to celebrate that and be happy about that for a little bit. But no, something, some other bullshit happened. Another life was lost. So now we, we go on to the next case. It's just like case after case, situation after situation, black person after black person. They are trying to extinguish us. Oh, man. Our quote of the week is, I just named it that on the fly. We've been doing quotes and memes and stuff like that um, that stick out to me. And I'll share it with you all on the episodes. But I'm just going to start calling it quote of the week. So one that I just seen that I um, that touched me. Or that got my attention. It says, not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. Not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. Amen, amen. I really like this one because it's really about the way that you, that we look at things. Like, instead of looking at the glass half empty, you look at it half full, you know, stuff like that. Um, it's really about your perception and how you how you choose to approach the situation, how you choose to move, and how you choose to think, you know. So instead of thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, this storm just really disrupt my life or this situation just really disrupt my life, maybe try to see how it maybe didn't really disrupt anything it just you know made a clear path to where you're supposed to be headed um or a clear clearer path to for you to be able to see better see where you need to go see what you need to do you know because we learn go through things and we learn from situations and we can we can we really do have control over what we choose to take from certain situations what we choose to um um learn from what we go through so not all storms come to disrupt your life some come to clear your path so you know i'm always honest about you know my job and how sometimes things be happening and I be needing to vent about it so I also really thought it would be I thought it would be very important for me to speak on just what they my job implemented recently that has um 
really helped us employees. So they decided to implement this this new little program for us to kind of help with burnout. Um, So every Friday, either Friday or Monday, whatever day people choose, we are able to have a half day. So that means I'm working nine hours. Instead of eight hours, I'm working nine hours Monday through Thursday. And then on Friday, I work four hours and then I have the rest of the day, the day off. And I can start my weekend. So this is my second week of doing that. Um, I just wanted to take the time to say thank you to the to, to them because I really do appreciate it and I I like what they're doing. And I know I wanted to talk about the good things too because when things I don't like go on, I'm, I don't hesitate to bring that up. So I wanted to bring up some good. Like they really are looking out for their employees and giving us time. They also gave us 16 hours of time that we could use from now until um, September to just take time and you know, take mental health days. And so I really, really do appreciate them for doing that and for them caring so much. Um, So I just wanted to talk about that and just um, stuff that these jobs do be doing. They do be trying, though. Some of these jobs really do be trying and do be implementing good good things for their employees and I feel like that's very important to speak on and shed light on it because you know we quick to talk about the negative things and things that may go wrong but you know it's important to talk about the good things too so I'm really happy about my job doing this for us because I mean who don't want to get off early every Friday like who will say no to that so I am getting kind of like, I do have, it is an adjustment to work the nine hours. So instead of getting off at three, I get off at four. Um, so I am, I have been a little tired. So, but um, I just got to adjust to the schedule, really. Just adjust to the time. And I ain't complaining about it at all. Because getting off at 1030 on Fridays, honey, is, is lovely. It's really, really nice. So I'm I'm ready to just really enjoy it, and um, I'm very appreciative of it. So I just wanted to mention that, and um, hopefully, you know, if you're here, somebody who's listening to this and you work a nine-to-five, I hope your job does something for y'all to make y'all feel appreciated, whether that's give y'all some gift cards, do little um, if you work overtime, if they got y'all working overtime, maybe giving giving y'all some type of incentive for it. You know, all those little things count and those little things matter. So I always love when companies try to be creative and innovative and come up with things to help employees feel good about working for the company, feel good for, um, you know, coming in every day and being productive, coming in every day on time with everything that be going on, you know, some days we just be wanting to say, fuck this job, you know, I got other shit to to worry about. So it's nice when jobs, you know, they realize that and they do things to show that they do appreciate that. Um, They appreciate your hard work. 
So I just want to say kudos to my job and whatever. I appreciate y'all. And I'm, man, I'm really loving these. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I just started, but I, I'm already excited that I'm going to be getting off early on Friday. Like, I'm just like, I can't wait. Um, we're already about to be, we halfway through the week. So I am looking forward, forward to it. And yeah, so that's what's going on in my life as far as work goes. Um, yeah. y'all that's going to be our episode this week um i hope y'all enjoy the rest of your week i hope you stay safe i know that's hard to hard to to do sometimes since we be we be minding our own black business and you know trouble finds us somehow so i don't know but stay prayed up stay prayed up and stay beautiful Stay black and beautiful. And whatever else you are, be beautiful. I'm out. Love, peace, and hair grease. Smooches.